Hey guys, welcome out to Psychology Hacks today. We're gonna to be talking about how the interpretation of dreams can help with something that's called individuation. So individuation is an important part of development and it's something that I don't hear talked about very often. I've been reading a lot of older psychology books recently though um, and they got me excited about some foundational concepts that I wanna share. So we're gonna be talking about how the unconscious mind communicates through dreams and we're gonna be talking about how to interpret those dreams a little bit and how that can lead us to to living a more complete and fulfilled life. So let's start with uh, individuation and the shadow self. So individuation is basically the process that you go through in order to feel like a complete and autonomous human being. You're becoming an individual instead of just another face in the crowd. So establishing yourself as a unique person, it can be difficult and a lot of people never take on the challenge. And this is the process of learning who you really are and it can be a pretty arduous journey. Uh, but Carl Jung talked about it a lot um, and how he viewed the process and his work is mostly what I'm going to be drawing on in today's lesson. So becoming your own person, um, your own individual self is what you need to learn to acknowledge um, and to work on with every aspect of your being. Since we live in a society with various rules and guidelines, we tend to become really repressed uh, because we have to learn to control ourselves in order to fit in with the group. And then while learning to control, to control our impulses uh, and desires is very beneficial, it can also lead to some problems in our development. Unexamined anger festers as resentment and slowly poisons our relationships. Uncontrolled fear eats away at our self-esteem. Uh, and greed, seen in a shameful light, can create a very unhealthy view towards success and money. I could go on, but you get the point. All these emotional outbursts that you see children make, um, they still exist somewhere inside us. And as we grow up, we learn more and more to wear a mask and to hide those immature impulses. And doing that, um, learning to control ourselves, it does allow us to be a a better functioning member of society and it allows us to integrate into the civilization that supports our life and our survival. But the downside, of course, is that dealing with these, um, or instead of dealing with these impulses in a healthy way, we simply sweep them under the rug and kind of hope for the best. So when, when we kind of throw them into the, the trash can of the mind, <laughs> these, these unexpressed emotions start to mutate and they grow into monsters that are eager to escape and wreak havoc. So hoping to repress these monsters with sheer willpower is uh, it's silly. It's not gonna happen. And it's eventually gonna lead to unexpected outbursts, um, usually of pretty dramatic proportions. So the, the festering mess of emotions created in this situation is commonly referred to as the shadow self. This is that darker aspect of our being. Um, it's, our, it's our unconscious that you know is kind of hidden and causes all these problems. And it's pretty easy to spot somebody's shadow self. All you have to do is watch closely and take note of any behaviors that don't make sense in the context of their baseline personality. So in stressful situations, you know, do people sometimes fly off the handle in a complete fit of rage? Do they flirt with a stranger despite claiming to be completely committed to their significant other? Or do they maybe become hateful towards others for, you know, unclear reasons? A lot of times when somebody is trying to repress aspects of their personality they find shameful, it becomes obvious in the way that they treat others as well. You'll frequently see them overcorrect and act with hatred towards anybody who displays the behavior that they are trying to hide themselves. And this is a symptom of somebody that's basically living in the fear of their shadow self. Now, aside from the obvious downside of feeding a monster in your unconscious, there is another huge issue with repressing negative emotions that most people never really pick up on. And that's that there's two sides to every point, um, and the shadow self is no different. There's a positive beneficial quality to this part of our nature and we don't want to miss out on it. You know, along with those immature temper tantrums also comes the childlike sense of creativity, uh, the innovations and all that good stuff. You know, the most emotionally repressed 
people are also the least creative. And this is why, you know, you can't stuff all the bad things down without also missing out on all the good stuff. You can't lead an emotionally stunted life and also one of creativity and completeness and wholeness. So most people go their entire lives without ever feeling whole, and this is why. You know, they, they just walk around feeling incomplete all the time. They deny their lesser nature, and then why? They, they, after they've denied that lesser nature, they wonder why they feel incomplete, why they feel empty inside, why they don't feel like they're a fully functional being or fully integrated being. So like I said before, Carl Jung did a lot of fantastic work uh, in this area, and I do want to draw on some of his material to show you how to bring the unconscious to light and to become a more fully integrated human being in the process. And one of the ways that he did this was with the interpretation of dreams. Um, he used this as a method of understanding the unconscious. So something I've talked about in a couple other episodes is how the unconscious mind communicates with the rest of the self in a different way. Since language and higher reasoning skills are not in its repertoire, it, it can't use higher reasoning skills, it can't speak um, technically, a lot of times we, we misunderstand the unconscious and what it's trying to say um, because it, it can't speak through words, so it has to use the language of symbolism. And a lot of times it's difficult to interpret these symbols because we can't take them at face value. We have to learn to look behind the confusion and to look at the story of what the dream is trying to tell. So we can't, we can't interpret it literally, basically. Um, a lot of times dreams are a way of balancing out the rest of our lives, their, their wish for f fulfillment. Um, they're what we're not getting in our daily life. And if we feel that we tend to be powerless, for example, in our waking hours, um, then we might have dreams where with, you know, grandeur and uh, where we're the star of these dramatic adventures. Um, if we repress our impulses, a lot of times they're gonna manifest in the spotlight of our dreams. And it's really important to pay attention to the themes and situations that present themselves to us while we're asleep. Um, a lot of times, these scenarios are a way of, they're balancing out our conscious actions. So if we dream of all these fantastic adventures, um, this may or may not be our unconscious telling us that our waking life is too boring, it's, it's not stimulating enough. If we dream of being in positions of authority a lot, this might be a sign that we're not assertive enough. You know, dreams with sexual undertones might signify some kind of unhealthy attitude um, towards another one of our more primitive instincts. You know, whatever it is, uh, whatever possible, we should really consider whether or not our dreams are trying to compensate for something um, that we're not getting enough of on a daily basis. And sometimes they're, they're just telling a story and they're explaining something that needs to happen or has happened that's bothering us. It's also important to understand that the same dream can have five different meanings for five different people. Uh, and for this reason, a, a Google search into a dream is not really going to help you any. Um, what we have to start learning to do is to, to look at things in a more abstract way. Um, so one person might dream about a snake and, you know, that snake might have undertones of danger and lies and death and all that good stuff. But to somebody else, a snake might symbolize spirituality, rebirth, wisdom, you know, whatever. Um, so don't get too fixated on the surface value of a dream. Try to look deeper. Try to understand what emotions it stirred up um, and find out what each character in that story really means to you personally and try to, de try to determine the symbolic meaning on a more personal level. All right, so the interpretation of dreams, um, it's gonna take a lot of space. Um, it's gonna take a lot of time to talk about it. It's more than I have time for today, but I do wanna give you something that you can walk away with and use today. So the moral of the story here is that your unconscious has an incredible impact on your life. And until you learn to 
understand and integrate the unconscious into your life, you're never going to be able to function at optimal capacity. So dream interpretation is an incredibly effective way to start communicating with the unconscious, and it's something that anybody can do. If you're serious about dream interpretation, I really do recommend that you get with some kind of licensed professional um, to help guide you through the you know, sometimes confusing maze of, you know, unconscious symbolism. That being said, paying close attention to your dreams, um, that might be enough for you. And with a little practice, you can get really good at it. There's a lot of great books on there um, that you can find that can take you a lot further than this podcast will. Um, but I do hope that I've given a decent introduction explaining to you why it's important to understand your dreams. Um, talking about individuation a little bit. If nothing else, just try to remember not to rationalize your dreams too much. Listen to the story that they're trying to tell you because these are your unconscious you know, fears and uh, dramas that are playing out. If you really want to understand your unconscious, it's a great way to get started because um, you, you can't just look at your unconscious and interpret, well, why do I have this emotional reaction to these things? What is this childhood trauma? You know, what are these unconscious fears that I don't understand? Your dreams are the window into that. You know, this is how you start to learn. Um, but these dreams, like I said, they, they live in the realm of the abstract. You know, they can't be pinned down perfectly. So try to treat them the same way that you would treat the, the drawings of a child. Someone who's trying to, like, lead you to, you know, whatever story that they're trying to tell you. All right, guys, don't, as always, don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media. I'm a website, Psychology Hacks, Jack Gray. Have a great day. Bye.